Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 100, part two, as you asked for, of the wonderful world of football shirts. Um, my name is Mark Stern. I think you know me by now. Um, I'm on my own for this little bit. Richard is feeling a bit poorly, has lost his voice a little bit. So we uh, we wish you well, Richard. Um, so I will um, be handling the next few minutes of your time before we um, before we roll the roll the tape on part two. Um, what have I been up to over the last few days? Well, I was actually back in um, London this weekend for a very flying visit to the League Two playoff final at Wembley. Um, you might be wondering why I did that, why I was there. Um, my girlfriend's family are all um, very strong Carlisle United fans uh, and they were playing at, uh, at Wembley against Stockport County. Um, brilliant day out, super hot, lots of colourful shirts uh, on display. Anyway, um, I will just give you a bit of a teaser as uh, to what's coming up. So obviously in part one, we had Zeke join us for a bit, which was great. Um, Jake joined us towards the end and he will be uh, a fixture in part two. So we'll have more Jake, um, which is which is great. First time meeting Jake, which is which was great. He's sort of my uh, my occasional replacement when I can't make it. Um, then we're going to have uh, a cameo appearances, I guess we can say, from Alex, who is um, al.shaw.shirts on Instagram. Uh, and then a very great chat with Paul uh, from Football Kitbox, who we've had on before. Um, bit of a history lesson from Paul. Uh, so if you're into your um, Irish, Irish football history, then that is not one to be missed. Um, he also brings out uh, a, a banger of, a, of an Irish shirt uh, in, the, in the theme of the Centurions uh, Century um, episode. All that to come. Um, also, we'll see if I can redeem myself in, an in a few rounds of um, uh, the football game company game. Um, so yeah, we'll see if I can pull back from my from my quite frankly terrible performance in the first round um and yeah i think that's it um as you as you know we're available on um instagram and tiktok uh, tiktok we're not on tiktok maybe one day but not today um instagram and twitter at shirts pod you can email us at wonderfulfootballshirts at gmail.com always happy to get a bit of uh, a bit of feedback from you guys Richard, we wish you well. Um, we will speak and be recording probably towards the end of this week. Um, but yeah, without further ado, I will um, implore you to sit back, relax and enjoy episode 100, part two of the wonderful world of football shirts. Roll the tape. to join Alex Shaw, part of the Goalkeepers Union. <laughs> I've been waiting for Alex to come. Sorry, Mark, time. for this. No, no. <laughs> right. We've got another guest. It's our fourth one. It's Alex Shaw from uh, 
al.shaw.shirt, someone who we've wanted on for a while. Hello, Alex. Hello. Hello. Who are you? Hello, Alex. All right, thank you. How are you guys? Yeah, yeah we're good. good. Um, you. You're joining uh, Jake, who you might know already from Arts on Shirts. We've got Mark Stern, who I do the podcast with, and you've got myself, Richard, Alex. We've been waiting to have you on the show for ages. I'm so pleased you could join us on our centenary episode. Did somebody say centenary? Yes, we <laughs> did. Now, you are wearing something absolutely phenomenal, although I'm not a fan of the lace-up collar, but come on, tell me about what you've got on, first of all. I have, um, it's a Palmeiras centenary shirt, which is the um, centenary of the founding of the club previously known as the, I think it's Palestra Italia, if I can pronounce it correctly, what then became Palmeiras. Um, so this shirt um, came in what I can only describe as a crate. Um, <laughs> I brought it down with me. It's actually it's in the loft. Um, it comes in its own wooden. Wow. It's been washed up, honestly. It's phenomenal. It's worth <laughs> it with the box club. So, yes, this is the precursor to Palmeiras. So, um, I, uh, yeah. So, what year was that? What year was that for? Beauties. Pardon? What year did that, was that shirt released? Oh, God. Now you're telling me. I want to say it's. Can I furiously Google when Palmer? Go on then. <laughs> Absolutely. I tell you what though, look at the size of that what? Adidas uh, logo. Proper How cool is that? Yeah, that's, that's pretty beautiful. I think it was. Uh, I want to say something like 2014, but that sounds fine to me. We are not uh, too hell bent <laughs> on the. Uh, if, if anyone who listens to our podcast for 100 episodes would know, we're not too hell bent on the actual. Uh, Oh, Ins and outs of stuff, so. There you go. Yeah, smashed it. 2019. I should trust myself, shouldn't I, more often? Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah. 1914, there you go. Happy days. Very good. Awesome. And behind you, you've got the uh, Inter Milan, is that right? I have. I have. If uh, anyone who might not know this, I have a tale of two shirts, if I can just quickly. Oh, go on. Come on. I'm going to grab my peanuts and just. At least you said peanuts. I, I found out that it's something similar. <laughs> Family show, come on, Jake. But we get this in the right order. So, important to speak of dates. But yeah, this is it. But did you know that there was a Duff version of this one released hmm. initially? Go on. Um, so, on the tag at the bottom. This one, quite legitimately, has the wrong formation date. So it says the 8th instead of the 9th. <laughs> and they spelt Nerat Zero wrong. They missed an R out of Nerat Zero. <laughs> so uh, when they recognised this, they hastily recalled whatever hadn't been um, sold and yeah. released the other one. Have I got that right? With the ninth and two hours in Niratsuro. Okay. Well, so I'm not sure which is worth more. <laughs> the wrong one or the oh, right one. Got to be the misprint one, hasn't it? And did I see right, right one the ones? The yeah, one, one for the, the purest. And one's got the um, the gold badge in the middle, right? Did I see that? And one hasn't? Yeah, I'll just put. Yeah, just the way. One's got the Serie A badge on. Oh, I love that badge. And the, what, the Copper Italia badge? Yeah. Scudetto, that one, isn't it? Yeah, so what's the Copper yeah. Italia? It's, it's the, the circle. Yeah, yeah. 
Look at you Italian boys loving it. Oh, yeah. I was thinking stars for some reason. (laughs) That's when you win 20, right? Or 10? 10. 10 for one. 10 for a star. There you go. So, yes, with the uh, so one, but um, a chap from Italy pointed that out to me. um, And um, I was only too pleased when I thought, well, I've got one. And I didn't actually, couldn't actually remember which one I had. So I took a punt on the other one, thinking, I hope I've got the other one. (laughs) Not the same one. So it turns out I had the other one so I've got two so there you go just a, for anybody who's looking at their winter shirt it's perfectly legitimate in fact obviously it makes it even more so by the fact that it's perfectly wrong <laughs> so anyone check their um, uh, Inter Milan Centenary shirts if it says the 8th and has 1R then you've got one of the special wrong ones oh, there we go I like which that. one are you wearing for the final <laughs> shall I go wrong then <laughs> <laughs> So am I right oh, in thinking? One. It's a tough one, Matt, because I'm, I'm always a, so. So last night I um, watched in awe as oh, these guys. God, that game is um, incredible. Wow. It, I feel like I missed out. I watched. I watched Fiorentina. It's the greatest <laughs> game of football. I think in the context of where they were and how they started the game, it's got to be the. It's the greatest game of football I've seen. The comeback. I mean, you're dead and buried at four 0 You've been written off by your own fans. You've had people ripping up tickets online and, you know, giving the full shebang. You're not fit to wear the shirt and all that. And to come back from that, um, I came down from putting the kids to bed. I think it was 20 minutes in and they were already 2 0 up. And I just thought, and you, I just thought, you know, it's Rock Hills, but it was rocking, absolutely yeah. rocking. And um, yeah, uh, it, was, it was just such a brilliant game to get and have the drama of. Getting all the way back to four all, and then conceding again, and then scoring, and then the pens. It was just so. In honour of that, I've worn that. I've, I've, I've worn that shirt most of today. Um, <laughs> and also, I have to say, this is for me in nineties Premier League era. It, this is one of the finest. It's just one of the finest shirts. It just sums everything up about nineties shirts with the pattern and the outlandish stripes and right. the lovely little Puma King detail and all that. It's yeah. just a phenomenal shirt. Save that so, for when I'm talking to you individually. Yes, but you did it for Yorkshire. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we don't like to talk about football too much on this show, but I have to agree with you because comebacks in a game, like a single comeback. I'm sorry, Mark. Newcastle four, Arsenal four. Oh, for God's sake! Right, come on. It's not often I get to Lord Elby. or like even I go back to like Wolves were three 0 down against Leicester back in 2000 and something, and we won four three. That's happened a few times. You know what you're up against in the game, but to be winning a game so comfortably 3-0, but know that that's not enough and you have a target to achieve, which actually is so unachievable, but manage it. It was so phenomenal. Like, just oh, seeing him, like, oh, it was amazing. It kept panning back to, it kept panning off to like the Peterborough fans looking, you know, physically sick. And I just thought, I really, I know every fan knows exactly how they were feeling. Because it was almost like watching, you know, your team being slowly garroted and there's nothing you can do about it. Because they just went to bits. And it was amazing. When they'd finished and they got to extra time, it was almost like they'd dragged themselves over and had nothing left. For the first 15 minutes, they were nowhere to be seen. But um, I'm... And one of these, you know, the playoffs are alright unless you get the point where the team that finished 19 points clear doesn't go up. And then I feel like, you know, they, some justice needs to be in the system. But uh, 
They'll have the day out at Wembley now. Well, that's like Notts County. Again, going a bit too much into football detail. Notts County finished with, his, is it the second highest points total ever in the National League? Only second to Wrexham, who finished higher. Yeah. And yet, they went 1-0 down. Was it even 2-0 down in the in the semi-final? And then into the yeah. final, and then scored in the 90th, 90th minute to take it to penalties. And then, <laughs> miss a penalty, anyway. Crackers. Right. Brilliant season for things like that. Anyway, ah. but, um, yes, chaps, just thought I'd pop in and say hi, so thank you for having me. Um, oh, you're welcome. You um, quickly. The tale of two inters. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that, but I love it. The tale of two inters. Um, just really quickly for people that don't know, how many, roughly how many shirts do you have in your collection at the moment? You can get back to me on that. About <laughs> <laughs> a thousand. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my word. Nobody needs to hear <laughs> do you Do you block all your family members from following you on Instagram? Because I said, like, where's that one come from? Oh, no, I've had this for a while. <laughs> yes. I ordered this one ages ago. I don't know where it is. It's taken so long to get delivered. Or it's like, if she only knew the actual relevance of the Inter Milan one, it's like, oh, I found it in a charity shop. It only cost me 50p. One of the kids, under one of the kids' chairs, you think, oh, that would be Wow. Anyway. Oh, my word. That's, that's. That's grail territory for me, that is. I'm, I'm one of the, I'm obviously GK Union as well. So yeah, Paliuka. Oh. Mean a lot. But yeah, they just appear. Yeah. Just appear. And obviously, tactical arrangement of deliveries when people. <laughs> Where's like Jake? Anytime I've sent something to Jake, he's like, oh, send it to my, uh, send it to my work. To <laughs> no, my... that's. that's... <laughs> On a Thursday. It's related, though. <laughs> All right, Alex, before you go, do you want to have a quick yes. game of a football game? Do you know about the football game? For the football game company? Yeah. Uh, we had them on the podcast recently. It's a card game for football fans in which uh, you can play either, like, well, you play against somebody and you have a time limit and you kind of bet on how many of a category you can choose from or you play 1v1 in which it's like a sudden death penalty shootout in which the first person to get one wrong or to stutter, loses out. Now, um, we've already had Zeke on the show who beat Mark, so it's only fair that Alex, you have a go against Mark, and uh, you, you are the home team, so I will pick for you, and you will go first. So what, the card I pick, the category is gonna be, so what's gonna happen is you're gonna go first and name one person from that category, Mark will go next, blah, 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 until someone stumbles. You ready? I'm I'm rubbish at this, by the way. <laughs> okay, here we go. The the category is Premier League managers who are not British, Italian, or Spanish. Oh, for God's sake! Right, I can't really see that. It's not zooming. Is that current? Any any Premier League manager who is not British, Italian, oh or Spanish. Word. Mark, don't write any down. Mark, no, stop I'm, it. I'm writing British, Italian, Spanish, I'm going to forget oh, that. No, you're not. Right. No, Alex, right. you go first. Oleg Gunasolskia. Nice, good start. Uh, uh, the same guy that I said earlier, Hasenhutl, where's he from? Hasenhutl, Germany. No? Austria. Austria, there you go. Good one. Right, we'll take you. 
Stereo. Oh, um, oh, Roberto Martinez. There we go. Oh, is he Spanish? Hang on. No, he's Spanish, isn't he? John must be adjudicator. Yeah, we've got Jake Beanie as adjudicator. Mark, you can't celebrate. <laughs> I was thinking, do you know I was thinking? Why was I thinking Belgian? Because he managed the Belgian team. team. Uh, Is that Go what you've done already? Because I said the wrong one. Yeah, that would have been done. Yeah, Spanish football coach. Spanish. Oh, there you go. Let's have one more because I felt like I felt like you kind of. Sorry, that was that was a tricky one as well. To be fair, that was. Is it I'm into it now. I've got me. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This one is easy. It's going to be harder for you, right? I would like Mark. You're going to go first this time. Okay. It is English players to play for Manchester City. English players to play for Manchester City. Go. Uh, Joey Barton. Okay. Sure. <laughs> okay. Mark. Oh wait, what, what what did you say? Sean Wright. Sean Wright oh, sorry, I, mean, I didn't hear that. Uh, David Seaman. Ooh, Nicky Weaver. <laughs> Nicky Weaver. We're going to the goalkeepers. I love it. Uh, Kyle Any... Walker. Kyle Walker. There we go. Thank God for that. Andy Dibble. Scott Carson. Scott Carson. Yeah. Has he ever actually Probably. played for them? Yes. <laughs> He's got a few league titles, hasn't he? Uh, yeah. Go on, Alex, uh, you'll go. Stuart Pierce. Stuart Pierce. Uh, I'm tempted to. No, there must be more obvious ones. Phil Foden. Thank <laughs> fuck for that, mate. Come on. <laughs> Jack Grealish. There we go. Now we're moving. Uh, it's, uh, Raheem Sterling. Cool, yep. Ian Brightwell. Uh... <laughs> I'm guessing there's some real obvious ones that I can't think of. I'm going to say Sean Gota. I don't know where the fuck he came from. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, Bermudan. I feel he. I feel like he's Bermudan, but Jake's <sighs> going to look it up for me really quick. Come on. Yeah, we got. Uh, hold on a minute. <laughs> At we'll least that one went on for a little Bermudan. bit. Bermudan. Bermudan. Uh, Bermudan. All right. Right, Marky Mark. Come on. Well, no. Alex. I still feel like the side down with the uh, Roberto Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> let it go, let it go, mate. Like, you know, Mourinho and Wenger and God knows what to go up. Well, that was it. I was saying to, I was literally, you I know, mean, it's so terrible that you can all see me, but I was waving to Mark. Wenger. Oh, Wenger. I thought the French wasn't allowed. That's why I was trying to write them down, because I forgot. It was like British, you Italian, know what, you know what, was Spanish. I was trying to think of and I still can't. Oh, I've just thought of him. I was trying to think of Martin Yoll, and I couldn't think of Martin Yoll, and I've no idea why he rubbed it to Roberto Martinez, but never mind. Yeah, there we go. That was an excellent game of uh, the football game, company game. That was better than the last That was one. better. Yeah, was. Mark, oh. John Stones, he was right there for you. Johnny John Pebbles. Stones. I just... Joel. I have not got a good memory. We had no. um, that famous Man City striker as well, David James. Oh, <laughs> right so alex uh we really appreciate you coming on and telling that story um if people want to follow you on instagram where can they find you um i'm al.shaw.shirts um so yeah just head over there and 
find my random musings. I always try to post something with a story or a meaning or some thought about it. So yeah, um, have a look, give me a follow. Always try and interact with anybody that is kind enough to do so with me. So um, yeah, please, always happy to hear from people, questions, comments, whatever. Yep, and uh, Alex will feature on uh, our podcast soon, a full episode coming to your ears, hopefully pretty soon. But uh, Alex, I think uh, it's time to say goodbye. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Really Happy appreciate it. And congratulations on 100 up, and I'll see you soon. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. See ya. Thank you. Thank you. See you, Press see leave, guys. and then, I, th- I mean... I'm off. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. There we go. Oh, that was nice. What a story. What a story. I didn't know that. Well, obviously, why would you? Because they probably tried to hide it really quickly. Yeah. yeah. Either that or he just picked that one up from, like, Wembley Market or something. <laughs> <laughs> right then. So, uh, where were we? We were just talking about Swansea Centenary. Oh, we'd finished. Yeah. So, Jack, yeah. you... Um, you're, oh, well, actually, let's use this as a little moment because you said that your mum helps you <laughs> yeah. find all your shirts, right? Yeah, so she does. A... Yeah, she finds them all. I'm going to use this moment to give a little shout out to the mums because <laughs> my mum listens to the podcast, helps up the numbers. Your mum likes stuff that we post sometimes, Mark, and your mum finds your shirts, Jake. So without the mums, we wouldn't yeah. be here. I'm pretty sure she's listened to a few as well. Oh, look at that. Yeah. What's your mum's name? Sue. Hello, Sue. <laughs> say mum. Hello, mum. <laughs> right, let's move on, shall we? Oh, dear. Jake, do you want to be... Um, Mark's got... Well, because it's a uh, special centenary edition, Mark did the introduction today. But Mark's also got... Like you did when you came on, he's got a snog Mario Void, haven't you, Mark? I do. I've got one for you. Uh, well, for either of you, actually. I mean, you're welcome to to discuss uh, discuss amongst yourselves. But so I guess, Rich, I'll send these to you. The first collab snog Mario Void. Yeah, there's uh, this one. Right. When these come my way, I'm going to send them to you, Jake. Oh, that picture's terrible. I'm going to get a better picture of that one. And then there's this one. Uh, and then I'm going to just take a picture of this on off the internet. Um, mm. uh, this one, whoops. And then what I'm just going to do this and this. So we have got, uh, where are you? Here you are. Um, Rel. I guess it's Real Mallorca, sixteen seventeen yeah. shirt. Yeah. Uh, we've got the. I, I know you know this one. The Bolton shirts from earlier yeah. this season. Yeah. And then we've got an Italian side called Ace Trento. Beautiful pronunciation. Um, oh, no, why did you just send that back to me? I meant to send it to Jake. Just, I've had a few beers, all right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, those are your three. They're all centenary shirts. <laughs> They're all well. I'll let you do the talking. They've all got goddamn collars with a <laughs> with a flipping tie up, which I still find pointless. 
Come on then. Right, I'm going to start with start with the Mallorca one, the Real Mallorca one, because um, releasing. I'm guessing oh. it was 2016 because they were founded in 1916. Mm-hmm. What I really like about this one was Umbro. That's got no, it's Ma- is it not Macron? Look well, at the sleeve. Yeah, because I thought it was hmm. Macron, but if you look at the back of the collar, there's an Umbro logo in there. That's very. So who the hell makes this shirt? But it's. The Mallorca badge is tiny. There's a hundred written above it, but then it's like a um, someone's. It's like a stone pebble heart. Does it look like a heart to you, Jake? Yeah, it does. Yeah. With Real Mallorca written underneath, and then the collar itself is like a granddad collar with a black um, tie uh, uh, string going through it, and it's red. Long sleeve. Kind of like it. Yeah. Um, Jake, do you want to describe the Bolton one? Yeah, I was just, I was just having another look at that Mallorca shirt. I'm looking into it now as well. I'm very. I've never seen that before in my life. Wow, welcome to the world. It's even on the official Mallorca website. The same. Maybe they're sponsored by Macron. But then, wouldn't that be weird? Anyway, we're not here to discuss that. That's for another bit. <laughs> I was drawn in by that shirt. Um, so the, the, the Bolton one um, is also Macron. There we go. Um, lace-up collar, all completely white. Quite a sharp-looking collar on that shirt, to be fair. Almost like a shirt collar. Um, really old-school badge, which I quite like. The only thing which... I don't like about that shirt is the fact there's no backing to that lace. So you know, look like usually there's like an under bit of material that's yeah. so it's on, on on your chest sort of thing. This just is com- completely open with the lace there. Hmm. You can imagine some players undoing that lace and then just having it like chests out, like you know, flapping around. Yeah, <laughs> showing showing the, uh, the chest there. No. It's a nice shirt, though. It is a nice shirt. The only thing that I'd probably say could make it better is is a, is a back in on there, a nice white back in. Cool kit, though. When it's all together, shorts and socks. We do like it when it's all together, holding that kind of uh, retro football as well. And then we've got. And the... I like the badge. Look at the badge. Um, if you zoom in, you can see that it's actually on a shield, like a white shield on the yeah. shirt. Massive. Massive shield, isn't it? Wow. So. Um... I'm guessing as well, Mark, that this is the um, well, it's the White Horse final. So it's not 100 years of Bolton itself, but the background has got FA Cups, the White Horse final, logo, pictures of an FA Cup, what looks like final. So it's the centenary of a FA Cup final, is that right? That's right. Bolton, West Ham. Uh... There we go. The 28th of April, 1923. 100 years since Bolton won the FA Cup. I like that. And that goes on to what we were saying before. You said about how you don't really like the idea of centenary of something. But then again, that was more stadium rather than achievement. Yeah. Because 100 years of any achievement is massive, isn't it? Like, instead of like being five years since you started your stadium or 10 years since winning the Club <laughs> World Cup, which is Man City at the moment, isn't it? Is it yeah, 20 yeah. years since the... Uh... True. 
Yeah. Then we've got um, AC Trento, which is uh, that would have been released two years ago for the 2021 season, and it is a half yellow, half black number with then opposite sleeves made by Aria, and this has got again, it's got the uh, the kind of tie up collar. But I mean, obviously, I'll be not looking at it with being warm. But this is very muscular fit, isn't it? It's yeah. not true. Well, the other ones look slightly true to the time of being. I don't know, like old fashioned style, where this one looks like it's ready for war. <laughs> but then, I don't know whether it's in the same color yellow or it's in gold. But it's the ASC Trento badge, which is a massive goddamn eagle, all in gold. Yeah. I I like that. I like that badge a lot. It's kind of really just going bang. We're here. Yeah. Can I challenge you then to knowing your hatred of the uh, the lace up? Mm -hmm. I'm going to challenge you to to rank these and at least give us some positivity around some of these these shirts. Okay. Yeah. Of course. I mean, I've given a little positivity already. I have to say that I actually like all of them straight off the back. Because, right, the reason I don't like the uh, lace-up shirts is because of their impracticality. That's mm -hmm. the thing I've never understood. Anytime anyone comes on the show that has a lace-up collar shirt, I'm like, are you going to tie it up? Are you going to remove them? Or are you going to let the little dangle dongles hit you in the face when you're running? Right? Yeah. I've said that to you, Jake. I've said it to you, Mark. So You should get it tattooed. <laughs> should I get dingle, dangle, dongle? <laughs> Where's the practicality element? That's the thing. You never see a goalkeeper shirt with that, do you? Do you? Well. Now I'm asking. Right, anyway, but... let's carry on, shall we? I love the red of the Mallorca shirt, and I love that kind of contrasting black. It wasn't until I saw the Umbro logo in the back of the collar, but I love the fact, it's so mad, that down the bottom, by the cuff, on the long sleeve shirt, they've got a Macron logo. If... May I interject very quickly? Yes. Um, according to, per the news, um, 2016, which I guess was when this shirt was uh, released, According to reports, second-tier soccer side Romeoca have signed a supply and sponsorship deal with Umbro. Uh, reports suggest a multi-year deal being signed, and Umbro will replace Italian sportswear firm Macron. So, the shirts were designed by Macron, and then now they're made by Umbro or something? I don't know, anyway, but there was some switchover between Umbro and Macron around that time, so... Maybe, maybe both wanted a collab printed, on a... Maybe they, like, just printed the... Because I guess if they're a second division side, then maybe... Uh, anyway, whatever, carry on. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, let's think about that st st strategically. Let's say, like, United hit their centenary, right? And they wanted to copy an Umbro shirt. They'd have to be, like, working out that Adidas and Umbro collab together to make... A Man United centenary yellow and green shirt, right? I don't know. I don't. I don't know because if you remember at the start of the season when um, Hummel 
released Everton's goalkeeper shirts and there was that yeah. orange one that was very, very similar to um, the, an old Umbro Neville Southall template that they used. Um, I don't know if it, I don't think anything came of that. There's also um, in Germany, isn't there? Um, a, is it uh, J- Jacko? Haven't they done something that's very similar to an old Adidas design for somebody? I don't know. Not sure. Oh, sense. I'll have to have a look. Like I mean, actually, also, you know, the t- the team geist uh, kits that came out was it last season now that Arsenal had, yeah. but they wore yeah. that that colour behind you. Oh yeah, of course, the red current one. Red. Oh my god, how can I never remember red current? <laughs> it's so simple. It's because it's not red. Red currents aren't red, are they? I don't know. Anyway. Um, we've got Paul uh, about to join. He's uh, just come through the door. He's just texted me saying, am I too late? I've said no. So let's quickly uh, rank these really quickly. Um, yes. Snog, marry, avoid. Right, I am going to... Uh, I'm going to avoid Trento. Mm-hmm. Right, the yellow and the black, uh, the slightly sporty-fitting model that... It's not wearing it, but it looks like it is. Looks a bit too tight for my liking and for my portly figure, or slightly portly figure, thank you very much. Um, that's really a bit too you know, much for me. Although, kudos to the badge. I had a cheeky look, but no thank you, I'll avoid you. Okay. Um, then it's between Snog and Mary. <sighs> see that, can you see that? Oh yeah. Just quickly, it's Stuttgart away. Ah. Okay. It's a red and black hoop number that Adidas had in the 90s that, that Jacko or Jaco, however you say it, has, yeah. has reproduced for the season. Okay. Very good. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. But uh, I guess, because what they do, isn't they? they? They kind of like replicate it, but not identically. So I guess yeah. if you wanted to replicate yeah. something identically, then you might. But then again, would Umbra be making... Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm kind of veering off course because I'm trying to buy myself some time. Um... <laughs> Do you know what? I think I'm going to use the Mark Stern logic. Yeah. The Mallorca shirt is a bit fancy. It's got something a bit weird about it on the sleeve of the you know, by the cuff down by the bottom there. There's something a bit odd about the Umbro Macron. So I'm going to have a little snog with it, but I don't think I can stand the test of time with it because it's a bit too much for me, you know. Yeah. Okay. So it means that I'm marrying Bolton Wanderers. Clean, crisp looking shirt. I mean, obviously, maybe that says something about me that's no frills, but it just looks. Actually, you know what? No, it looks sexy as hell, doesn't it? <laughs> I like it, mate. I like it. I, I'm, I'm with you. I think I'm with you. So, Mark, you have to ask me again. Yes, yeah, so just to. Role reversal today. So, Richie, just to confirm, you're going to. Avoid the. Yeah, I'm going to avoid the uh, Trento shirt. Yeah, you're going to be snogging. Uh, the Mallorca. Yeah, and uh, holy matrimony, marriage. Are we, say, are we saying Bolton, not Bolton Wanderers? Is there a reason why you were doing that? Is this because no. I'm assuming you're just you're just doing it because? Yeah, I don't know. Because they have always been Wanderers, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Right. Well, there we go. That was that fun. I'd, oh, I don't like being under pressure. You guys have put me under pressure now. Um, <laughs> Jake, before we um, 
uh, wait for Paul to join us because he'll be joining us in a few minutes just to say hello before it's time to head off. Tell us about what you've been doing recently. Yeah, so recently just I've just been working on shirts, quite quite a few. Um, last last few weeks, really sort of hammering it hard. I'm going away for a week in two weeks, so I just want to kind of get everybody's out that have placed a commission. Um, don't know if you can see over my shoulder. Um, it's quite dark, isn't it? It is, but talk to us about that Hello. one in the middle. Do you mind turning the light on for me, please, mate? Talk to us about the one in the middle. So the one in the middle is Argentina's shirt that they wore in the World Cup. Yeah. In the middle of it is uh, Messi whilst he was being presented with the cup and he was having his, uh, his, his sort of robe placed over his shoulders there. Yeah. Um, that one there, oh, <laughs> sorry guys, uh, is Pele on the Brazil, old school. That's awesome, that is. And then, uh, yeah, it, that's been the one that's been currently on the go at the moment. A couple of sessions on that one, so probably got another one or two maybe on that one. And then is, far one there is AZ Akmar. They've got two Greek players. You know, you can't see it properly on there, but I'll pop it up on the socials. Please um, do share it with us. Over the last, uh, over the next couple of days anyway. Um, and then, so yeah, I've got those. I've got um, a couple of blues ones. Um, uh, Jude Bellingham, England one coming out. And yeah, just loads, loads of shirts on the go at the moment. <laughs> nice. Busy oh, boy. Yeah, right. very, very. Here he is. Oh, well, so we've got no weird, but you're right. It's, uh, it's Paul from Football Kitbox. <laughs> Hello there. How's it going? How's everybody? Hey, hey. buddy. Good. Right, What's going on? How are you? Right, so, uh, well, well, we're talking about centenary shirts and drinking some beer. Or I am, anyway. You may be talking about uh, skin time again. A little bit I have trouble. no beer. I have right. no beer. It's, That's not it's fair. It's fine. You've been busy. So, we've got <laughs> Jake from Arts on Shirts. Oh, yeah. uh, we've got Mark, who uh, you've probably heard lots of times. I've never, never seen his and... face. I've never met him in person, but I uh, heard his lovely voice. Yes, of course, yes. <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> and then, we, well, we can't go on it with your beautiful voice. So how is, how is everybody? What have I missed? Bring me up to speed. Oh, we have had Al, or Alex, um, come on and t uh, tell us about his Inter Milan shirt, centenary shirts. Oh. He's got this wicked story about he's got the identical shirt, only he's got one misprint and one legit one because they misprinted it on the thing. That was, that's a pretty cool story. We had Zeke come on and talk to us about Norwich City's centenary shirt and um, how kind of boring it was, but... <laughs> <laughs> Jake's wax You've never coming back after that, mate. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, he told me it was awful. Uh, Jake's been telling us about waxing lyrical about Barcelona centenary shirt, oh. but then hating on Man United's centenary. Yeah. And highly uh, impractical. He's too heavy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. And then me and Mark have talked about uh, what we talked about: uh, Guildford City, oh. Elgin City, oh. or Elgin Town, as well as. Uh, on girls, <laughs> no. and um, the the French FIFA centenary shirt, Ooh. which when you watch them, we we talked about it. When you watch them, a video of it, but, uh, Brazil versus France, and France are wearing this button-up shirt with chinos and a belt. <laughs> it's so impractical. <laughs> 
But we couldn't finish off this centenary edition without talking to Mr. Football Kitbox himself, the man with a million shirts, <laughs> the guy who's wearing something super impressive. Well, I'm kind of cheating a little bit because I think this is the 89-90, so I think this is a 101-year uh, anniversary shirt, but it is the finest Celtic shirt ever in existence, I think. It's glorious. I love it. Yeah, I love it. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. But this is not my shirt. This is not the shirt I brought on. That's this not, is just I just had something choice. to wear, you know. This so I threw this on because I'm only out of the car. I was on the go all day and I run in, I just text oh, you yeah. and I was like, Oh, do I have time? Quick. So thanks for having me. What I see with Paul is like he's got his shirts in the background. How do you pick which one you're wearing? Close my eyes. <laughs> no. uh, I usually like to kind of have a team of the day. If I'm on a podcast or if I'm meeting a particular person or if there's a particular match on or if there's a specific sort of a event, I'd usually kind of go uh, on that. I was wearing my um, Roma third uh, 0-0-0-1 last night. Um, okay. Because, uh, yeah, so it's kind of easy if if there is matches on and I want to but usually I don't go anywhere I'm working here so it's just to go down to the post office and nobody looks at it nobody knows what it is so I'm walking <laughs> like this strutting down and uh, there's just a little old lady you know going why is he broadly keeping up too much of the pavement and like uh, a peacock. yeah and it's kind of a waste so uh, sometimes I just take a photograph of myself put it up online and then at least somebody might like it you know <laughs> there we go so, um, what shirt have you bought with you today to talk about? Well, I thought since have you had anyone else from Ireland on today? No. 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 Well, as you may or may not know, um, we had a very special shirt recently that came in a box, and I, mean Mister Football Kit Box, love a shirt in a box, but I never get to to have a a box myself so uh, i actually did an unboxing one of this uh when it came out uh which went viral almost like loads of people loved it it's a really really cool shirt we only just ever wore it once and uh it's probably i have about 45 50 ireland shirts maybe and this is probably the most special um not the color you would expect but what a lot of people don't know is St. Patrick's blue is actually the official color of Ireland. Most people just assume it's green. But in fact, uh, the color of the president's flag and the color of the uh, carpet in the parliament and, and uh, on, on certain sort of things, it's, uh, it's actually St. Patrick's blue. And we have Henry VIII to sort of tank for that. Uh, I'm not sure how far you want me to go back here, uh, but I can go back 500 years. I can go back even further because uh, the color blue has kind of mythological and sort of, um, it was a, you know, a tribal and, uh, you know, the kings of um, Leinster and, and stuff going way back. Uh, the, the blue was kind of associated with, you know, the, the high kings and stuff like that. And it has sort of mythological sort of things as well. But Henry VIII came in and he was like, he had to actually say, specify because dark blue was already taken by the the scots so he uh the color that he designated actually came to be known as saint patrick's blue uh, and this was worn for the, our very first international against bulgaria in 1924 
and uh, yeah it was just reissued there we played one match against Qatar in it Um, the badge has been recreated from the the time I'll send you the photograph over but it's embroidered the shamrock is actually embroidered so it's really really it's like something art on shirts would do you know this level of detail you know Uh, uh, really really uh, precise Uh, and the the Umbro logo is is blued out, or uh, yeah, we like that. And then there's a little. What what's the material mounting. like? Is it you know like when they released the tailored by Umbro range? Is it kind of similar to that, or is it a little? Yeah, bit yeah, it would be similar in in that it has a sort of a sort of a, a finer sort of finish than typical kind of polyester. It almost like it has a kind of a bit of a cotton sort of element to it. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, I don't know what it's like. I've never worn it. I'm not going to wear it. The tags are still on it. I wore it once with a T-shirt under it just to took a photograph and then took it off again. So I, I don't know. Uh, and they're highly sought after now uh, because they were obviously extremely limited um, edition. And it came in a lovely um, in a lovely box. And uh, it was 1921 was as you may or may not know i'm not sure how much of a history buffs uh, you guys are but um it, it's kind of it, it's a cool story really uh, because ireland was ireland the whole island up until obviously uh, uh, you know the 1920s so in from the 1880s onwards ireland only won the home nations once in 1914 and then, obviously, World War uh, One happened. Uh, we beat England, sorry, three nil uh, that time. By the way, and uh, yeah, <laughs> still we'll still claim it, you know. Uh, and then uh, World War One happened, and then uh, you know the the revolution, and then there was the um, in 1921 there was the or um, there was a war of independence. So there had been huge factions between Belfast and. Dublin and the, the split was already happening in, in, in sort of the football sense. The Leinster Football Association drew or uh, sent up Shelburne in the Irish Cup and they drew in a semi-final of the Irish Cup. And then the return leg was supposed to be in Dublin, but there was f- fighting going on because of you know the War of Independence. They deemed Dublin to be unsafe uh, and um, they said that the replay had to be in Belfast and Shelburne were having none of it. They said, you know, typically there was a bias. The the Belfast sort of uh, FA or uh, the IFA uh, were typically biased anyway. And up until that point, there were 798 internationals picked from the six counties and there was only 70 something from the rest of Ireland, you know. Uh, Belfast had hosted 48 internationals and Dublin only six in that 30 or 40 year period uh, up until that point. So it was a huge bias there anyway. But then when this happened, all the Leinster clubs said, no, we're not having it, you know, and they went off and they set up their own, uh, the Leinster FA and it was the Football Association of, of the Free State, which when, you know, it was the, the start, I suppose, of the Republic of Ireland. And um, yeah, 1921. Ireland wouldn't recognise them. The IFA wouldn't recognise them. England wouldn't have anything to do with them. Wales wouldn't play them. Scotland wouldn't play them. Nobody would play them. We finally had a, our own team, but we were like the black sheep. No one played them. So their first ever match was actually Glasgow Celtic. 
which is why I'm wearing <laughs> this. Go. Yeah. So uh, there, and then the first ever kind of proper international, uh, they got FIFA on board, and FIFA were almost you know a new organization, and FIFA you know where the home nations were kind of like oh who's these upstarts you know they didn't really have much respect yes. for FIFA uh, at the start. The home nations thought that they were you know that was the, the kind of epicenter of football, and. Um, FIFA said, no, yeah, yeah, we, we recognize you. Yeah, you can play. Uh, so they got on board with the Olympics in 1924 in Paris. Uh, and then they said, oh, but you know, the Olympics are amateur. So you can't play any of those players who you were going to play because some of the Dublin clubs had been professional since 1905 and stuff like that. So the whole team that they would have sent, they couldn't send for their first international. So they actually put out things in the newspapers and notices and said uh, does anybody know how to play football and, uh, uh, and do, you fa- do you fancy playing for your country and more importantly can you take time off work <laughs> so they got a lot of randomers in and uh, you know they have to fill out applications and what position do you play are you any good this kind of stuff and they sent uh, a delegation over and they played Bulgaria they got a bye in the first round and they beat Bulgaria in their first ever match wearing St. Patrick's blue because the green, I suppose, was kind of, you know, associated with Ireland. And Ireland, Northern Ireland, still played as Ireland up until the 1950s. The two distinctions played uh, under the name Ireland until FIFA intervened uh, uh, before the 1950 World Cup. And you could actually play for both jurisdictions. A lot of uh, players in the in the 20s, 30s and 40s actually played on the Saturday for... Uh, Ireland in the north, and then the Free State, or yeah, yeah. So it was it was a whole uh, mess, and you know it's a whole other podcast. You know, obviously, I won't go off on too much of a a, a tangent, uh, (laughs) but it's a fascinating um, period in 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 that. And at the same time, you had the GAA who were you know rising up in terms of you know patriotism and uh, Gaelic football and hurling was what you're supposed to play and soccer was deemed the garrison game and it was played by you know rugby and cricket and hockey and and anything that was deemed to be part of uh, the, the 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 sort of british uh, makeup was was frowned upon by the catholic church by the institutions by the schools and if you played the GA you weren't allowed to even watch a soccer game so it was uh, it was it, it, how it survived it, you know it's fascinating really because it was really kind of up against it and um they beat bulgaria in that game and then they got knocked out by um Holland in the next round. They played Estonia in a friendly and then the American football team who were coming on the way home stopped off on the way home from the Olympics and played our first ever friendly um, at home in uh, after after the, the Olympics uh, as well. So that's technically our first home international and it wasn't until 1926 when the Italians invited us to Turin and we played uh, in Turin, when the home nations and the British uh, were all thinking, "Oh, this is the Catholic Church," you know, trying to, trying to gang up against us, and uh, and uh, we got hockey three 0 We were lucky to, to come away three 0 But that would our professional players is a, is officially our um, is our first ever game, and that shirt was brought out to commemorate that famous um, first ever performance in uh, in Paris in 1924. So I love it. 
I love the shirt in its own merits, but the story behind it is um, is is what makes a good football shirt for me. Of course, you know? that's exactly the point. Like we <clears throat> we were saying earlier, <clears throat> like it's just it's great to have a centenary shirt, but there's got to be a reason behind it. There's got to be a bit of story behind it, and that is a fascinating one. I didn't the blue. I had no idea about. So it's so interesting that that blue was the, originally the color. When did they move to green? Uh, to the best of my knowledge, that that was the only time. Um, I think they moved to, uh, to green uh, straight away after that. Um, and it's not even, actually, there is no existing proof. It, 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 it's a very strong theory, but obviously, you know, there's no color photographs from the time, and it doesn't mention it in the, in, 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 in the program and stuff like that. So it's, uh, it's what people think is the case you know but it can't there's no there's no uh, exact evidence uh, for it either but um it was um enough there was enough evidence of it there for 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 umbro uh, to bring it out as the centenary shirt anyway yeah. oh, i mean it's it's a beautiful shirt it really is the badge in itself looks incredible it's gorgeous, and subsequently, then I got a, a match prepared um, pair of matching shorts, Oma Bama Delis, um match uh, prepared uh, shorts. Uh, they were his extra pair. He never wore them, so he has the the cool number uh, twenty two on them. Uh, and I don't know if you'd be able to make this out. Can you see that? Yeah, we can oh, yeah, see yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a white That's out uh, embroidered version of the crest, which is. Uh, there's no way that that does it justice, but it's um, it's glorious, and the tag is still on that, and, and they're probably never going to wear them either. <laughs> I like the fact that you you just like have a few drinks, you'll pop on a really skin tight t shirt, you'll pop the shirt on, you'll pop the shorts on, still with tags on, and you'll just be like dancing around. I'll like, go out yeah, into the garden and slide it on my knees yeah. on it or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Make sure you hike up those shorts. We don't want to get any grass stains on them. <laughs> oh, Paul, that's a fantastic story. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, before we say our goodbyes, because it's almost time to wrap up anyway, uh, what have you been up to recently? I am working on a number of different interesting products uh, projects. Um, can I show you something else? Is that appropriate? Is oh, that inappropriate? We got, we got. No, it's absolutely fine. Show us something else. I got this in the post today. Okay. See, okay. Right. I got sent a Brand box. Pepper. And I was like... Well, you said you'd never got a box before. And I, you got I got two. one this morning as well. And I was <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Oh, I had this hello. conversation with this... A pendant. ...dude in Nepal. Months well, ago. And then he went cold on me. And then he sent me a training shirt <gasps> of um, beer. I'm gonna try and pronounce. Birat Nagar City Football Club. Birat Nagar. waiting to see this. They're away shirt, man. Oh, stop the lights! Look at this. Oh, that's isn't nice. it? Black and gold always kind of works really well, anyway. But this is, you know, you know, some famous uh, temple in uh, Kathmandu. And it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, I've never even 
seen a, a shirt from Nepal before. So uh, my my collection of shirts from all over the world just got that little bit more exotic uh, today. So uh, <laughs> very very excited uh, about that. Uh, and I also got um, um, a collection of shirts from Micronesia. So we're going to be featuring wow. uh, the four islands of uh, Micronesia uh, in this month's um, football kickbox. Uh, for the very first time, they are playing um, an inter-island futsal tournament. Uh, they they're only uh, they've never had a, an international team as such, and they've never played uh, each other. And they uh, to keep costs down, it's not even eleven aside; it's a seven aside um, because the distances are even so far between the islands. Uh, and uh, our friends over at Stings, uh, with the help of uh, Paul Watson, uh, has helped me to secure a batch of shirts that are just gonna blow your mind. Like <gasps> very kind of Maori sort of element, sort of to them. Um, Jake, that's got you written all over, hasn't it? <laughs> so I'm. Yeah, that looks. Each, each island has their own distinctive uh, uh, designs, cultures, uh, animals, and and uh, and colours. So the 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 four shirts uh, are uh, just arrived yesterday, and uh, really excited about uh, sending them all over the world and to tell the story about football in Micronesia. That's incredible. Mm. Cool. We're very excited about what's going to come up then. And, of course, we've got to have you back on the podcast soon to talk about how you're a kit con era. Era, era, Kit-con era, era. Kit con era. Uh, yeah, it went really well, really well. Brilliant. But, yeah, definitely have me back on. I'll tell you all about it. Uh, we're looking at doing maybe kind of spin-off sort of road shows and, uh, and stuff like that from it. But, yeah, it was brilliant. It's just so good to... Um, be in a safe space, you know. As kidsters, we 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 were ostracised in in most aspects of our lives and and made to feel weird or childish or um, I don't know how you guys deal with that, but uh, <laughs> I just usually I, I just I usually wear a coat. <laughs> I, I, I still listen to football podcasts and make fun of grown men wearing football shirts, and I think to myself, come on, we're in a world now where it's so obvious there is a massive massive like group of people that do it we need to stop doing it it's a people have been too uh, ah yeah but by, by the same token all our safe spaces has typically been online and stuff like that so just to have so many people into one spot and everybody is just wearing banger after grail after banger and you're still you can't even walk from here to there because you're just like <gasps> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just taking <laughs> photographs of what people were, and everybody, of course, was wearing their very, very best, the one that's in the wardrobe for the whole year, because they just know uh, all the kidsters are going to be there, and um, some of the guys who had. Did you have to wardrobe change every two? Yeah, I, I had. Yeah, I was like Madonna. Uh, I had about five or six wardrobe changes, and uh, <laughs> uh, and then some of the guys who brought collections there. There was a there was a, a, a an Ireland U shirt from the from the 1920s. There was a George Best match worn um, LA Aztec shirt from the 1970s. Uh, there was all the teams that Ireland played and Ireland match worn Italian 90 shirts match worn Italian 90 shirts from Holland and Italy and Romania and Ireland and Egypt brilliant just mind blowing stuff just stuff that you just 
your jaw would drop. So it was, it was, it was brilliant. Yeah, it was really good. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. No worries. Yeah, thanks a million for having it. And uh, well done. Congratulations, guys, on uh, on your uh, on your centenary and all your uh, hard work has uh, come to fruition. And uh, long long may it last. And well done. Yeah. Well, Thank before you. you go, before you go, and before you tell everybody where they can find you on uh, on the on the internet on the internet, you need to play a quick uh, game of um, the football game company. Which is uh, I don't know if you've heard about this already. On the we had a guest on the podcast the other week who is a it's a card game. Okay. And we're playing the we're playing a penalty shootout, sudden death style against Mark. Um, what's going to happen is these are all categories. Okay. And I'm going to pick a category, and then because you are the guest, you will go first, and you'll name one person from that category. Mark will name one. You'll name one. Mark will name one until somebody can't go anymore. Oh my goodness, this is an awful lot of pressure for a guest. Okay. <laughs> Mark, yep, Mark's done it a few times and lost a few times, so we're okay. Right, I, so I won category. one, lost one. I'm, yep. I'm, you know. You lost two. <laughs> but who's counting? <laughs> Alright, Jake, Jake. This I'm ready card, to go. Right, first of all, this card is players to play for blank team. So, Ooh. the blank needs to be filled in. Jake, any team you want, Jake, any team. Players to play for. Don't make it Brat Nagar City Football Club. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's, uh, it came to my head. Blackburn Rovers. Okay, players to play for Blackburn Rovers. Alan Shearer. Chris Sutton. Phil Jones. Uh, Damien Duff. Tim Flowers. Uh, Colin Hendrick Jeff Kenner uh, Tim Sherwood ah, <laughs> the, I, presumed, I presumed there's a time limit here sorry I'm bust I, I, Blackburn Rovers I can't, I can't I think you could have had Graham LaSalle ah, well I could have had hundreds had there yeah but yeah, <laughs> thousands technically yeah. Ben Brereton Diaz. Brereton Diaz, uh, yeah. I couldn't think of any modern ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David <laughs> no, no, Sorry no, to any Blackburn Rovers fans out there. <laughs> Nobody can. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bit of a head start because a good friend of mine is a Blackburn fan. Uh, so I had. You, you picked well there, Jake. Yes, yeah. Hey. This could be rigged. Paul, it's fantastic to have you on. We're going to have you back on soon. But if people want to find you really quickly, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, at Football Kitbox uh, on all the social channels or footballkitbox.com. Easy peasy. There we go. Easy peasy. It's one of the best. All right, guys. Uh, right, well, Paul, it's been a pleasure to have you on. We'll see Lovely. you Lovely. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah, you will. Take care, bye buddy. Bye. Thanks, Paul. Bye. See you, Paul. Yeah. There we go. Paul's got right. So here we go. Were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about your Maradona, not Maradona. Whoa, <laughs> Messi wearing the World Cup shirt. That uh, video you sent me. Oh yeah. I've got a not. Whoa, dramatic. I've got to send it to you, Mark. It's uh, he's Jake's got a you know. A... I thought I just um um it up a little bit with uh with the drama. Obviously, it's a big, momentous occasion in winning the World Cup, and 
yeah, I thought I'd crack a bit of Hans Zimmer over the top of Peter Jury's commentary. And... I'm going to say, it's Peter Jury commentating is just makes it absolutely incredible. Yeah, um, I was like for ages trying to find the best clips and I was just snipping bits up here, there and everywhere and just trying to fit them all together. Right. Jake, it's, it's almost time to go. Yeah. So I, I know that there is... Um, there's two ones here that uh, I feel like because I feel like Jake you've got a one up on Mark because I know that you uh, are proper nerdy about this football game oh. <laughs> so you gave, you, you gave me a little sort of uh, quick go on it on the last time I sort of stepped in and you absolutely smashed me right, okay are you going to give him one that's easy for me right no no I'm going to give you one how about this right we're going to do 1v1, and it's a two. The first one is players to play in the Manchester United treble winning squad. Oh, for God's sake. Don't worry, Mark, because you get your own back, because I'm going to oh, pick the no. next one. It's going to be the Arsenal. What's that? What's that? When, when they when they didn't lose, what that was called? Um, oh, the... Uh, I don't the, know. I don't know. The unbeaten season... The Invincibles, the, you un, mean, eh? Un losing season. What's it? Right. <laughs> Invincibles, that's it. Right, so... That, that wasn't a thing, was it? <laughs> 1998 to 1999, Manchester United squad. Jake, you're the home team. Go first. Peter Schmeichel. Uh, Gary Neville. David May. Uh, Nicky Butt. Ronnie Johnson. Uh, Teddy Sheringham. Yep, Stan. Uh, Solskjaer Dennis Irwin <laughs> Beckham Jonathan Greening <laughs> yep, Now that Giggs. is one Giggs, yep, well done uh, Jasper Blomqvist uh, Scolzi yep. Andy Cole Phil Neville Dwight York uh, Start timing you out Hang on. Five, Ronnie Johnson, did you say him? Four. Yeah, I think I've said oh, Ronnie. Roy Keane, Roy Keane, Roy Keane, Roy Keane. I'm Ooh. sorry, Mark. You're out, Mark. <laughs> that was really good going, though. I've got to say, Mark, that was pretty impressive. That was, I was struggling then. I was, I was literally at Raymond van der Haar and I was out. After yeah. that. <laughs> All right, so... Jake I held my own. I definitely held no, my own. Right, so this is now... Jake <laughs> takes lead 1-0, but we've now got Arsenal Invincible season. Players right. to oh play for God. Arsenal in the Invincible season. Mark, go first. All right. Gilberto uh, Silva. Jens Lehmann. Thierry Omri. Robert Perez. Freddie Lundberg. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, no. I definitely know more. Gilberto uh, Silva. Thought... Said that. Gilberto Silva. Uh, he said that oh. first. Oh. <laughs> Uh, oh, who did I miss? It was obvious. Uh, all sorts. Vieira, uh, Sol Campbell. Well, Lorenz probably not that obvious. <laughs> uh, yeah, quite a few. Do we want one more settler? Go on. Fearless choice. Yeah. I don't get that one. Wolves players from. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsors of the EFL Cup. Oh, okay. All right. Mark, go on, Mark. Sponsors of the EFL Cup. 
Uh, that's like the League Cup, right? Yep. Yep. All yep. Right. Uh, Worthington. Carabao. Carling. Yep. Coca Cola. Yep. Uh, uh, is that like the the? That's not the Milk Cup, is it? That's like, yeah. It was yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was right. the milk cup. Yeah, um, just the bit. Little Woods, Little Woods cup. Oh, right now. Oh, I'm, was no, that not no. the FA Cup? Ooh. I'm not touching my phone. <laughs> Here we go. Sorry, I feel like that was the Little Woods sponsored FA Cup. Oh, it's gone to gone to VAR. Hold on. Yep. Yeah, can we just do the symbol, please? Yeah. Yeah. I would have accepted it, but I just have a Little Woods cup. Oh, 19, oh, okay. oh, sorry. It was in 1993, because Arsenal won it. I don't know which one, because they won, they did, did, did right. the domestic double. I am yeah. apologising. You are correct. It was Littlewood's yes. Challenge Cup. Well. Go on, Mark, your turn. I'm done, mate. Uh, uh, hang on a minute. No, uh, Worthington Cup. No, I'm out. Right, there we go. Well, you could have had, well, well done. You could have yep. had Rumbelows. Oh yeah, that was Never it. Uh, Capital One. Oh yeah. And then obviously that's it. So there's two more left. Okay. Oh, it did well. Yeah. Yeah, you did really well. There's only two. I've never got that. I've never even heard of that first one. So Capital the One. Only, probably. The only reason I know about the Rumbelows Cup is I'm pretty sure that Donald Trump did the draw for it. <laughs> Do you remember? No. I've on many other little football podcasts. I know that they've got video evidence of. Um, Saint and Greavesy doing the uh, Rumbelows Cup draw in Trump Towers, and Donald Trump does the draw for the Rumbelows Cup. No way. When was anyway. the uh, what was the one that Arsenal lost to against Birmingham? Was that was that the Capital One Cup? No, that was, was Carling Cup. Was it Worthington? Was it no, I feel like it, it was maybe uh, Why are you bringing up Arsenal losing? That was <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That was a very dark time in my <laughs> as an Arsenal fan living in Birmingham. Right, Jake, um, it's uh, time for you to go now before me yeah. sign off. But I want to let everybody know that uh, Jake is currently in the process of designing me some of the sexiest, sexiest football boots in the world. <laughs> We're getting there, aren't we? We're getting there. Getting we've, there. we've thrown a few more ideas around today. Um, it's uh, so yeah, be... it's just. For next season, just watch this space. Yeah, it's just executing it now. It's just executing it. I'm right. sure we'll do a good job though. So, um, Jake, before you head off, uh, let everyone know where they can follow you and uh, find you on the internet. Yeah, Art on Shirts FC on Insta and Twitter. Um, I'm going to be dropping those shirts that we spoke about earlier: the the Brazil, the Argentina, and the AZ Akmar, probably over the next week or so. So, yeah, there's loads of stuff coming out. Awesome. All right. Well, it's time to say goodbye. So, see you later, Jake. See you later, guys. Bye-bye. Cool. See you. Bye-bye. There we go, Mark. And then there were two. And then there were two. That was cool, right? We had always that had a four-way. Mega mix. Oh, I'm absolutely knackered now, though. Yeah, I know, mate. I know. It's been a, been a bit of a sash, eh? It has. Do you know what, though? I'm so... It sounds weird, but I'm so proud of what we've managed to achieve in the two years we've been doing this. Like, yeah. from getting Steve Ball to say hello. Yeah. 
all the way up to making our own football shirts and getting guests on like that who are so high up in the football kit community it's pretty cool considering we're like little lowly silly yeah. collectors slash talking about it but mark on to the next 100 right absolutely i think the thing with this sort of thing and what we've talked about when we first started this is that is it like 90 percent of podcasts don't make it past episode like 10 or something yes and i guess it's just about like being consistent with it i mean whether we have like a million listeners or 10 listeners it just we always said it didn't really matter did it we just wanted to get yeah, on and you're right and... i've yeah. just remembered i've got one more i've got two more little bits from uh, listeners do you want to listen oh. to them really quick yeah first one hi guys it's dimitri here from adelaide australia Congratulations on your 100th episode. So glad I found this podcast. Here in Australia, the collection scene isn't as big, so it's hard to find people to talk to. So it's great to be able to listen to a fantastic podcast like this. My favourite centenary jersey is the Real Madrid one. Just a plain, classic white jersey with all the, with the centenary badge on the sleeve. It's really old school. As I'm a Real Madrid club member, I'm a bit biased on this one. I'd like to say good luck to the future. I hope there are many more podcasts to come. You can find me on Hardcore Soccer Jerseys. I don't really post a lot as I don't have the time. As for my addiction that I have for soccer jerseys, we could only buy fake ones here in Australia. But one day I went into a store called Bayletti Sports, which unfortunately is no longer around. I saw my first ever original jersey, which was an Admiral 1990-92 Rangers away, white with the red and blue stripes coming down from the shoulder with the... McEwen's Lager sponsor. Even though I don't like Rangers as I support Celtic, I just have to have an original jersey, so I bought it. Thanks, guys, for everything. Keep up the great work. Talk to you soon, and good luck. Hey, wow. guys, that? From That's Dimitri, back in, over wow. in Australia. And do you know what? His little story about how his first shirt came from a place that no longer exists. That story is so true to so many people. Like the first football shirt I ever owned the shop doesn't exist anymore so yeah. it really rings true but yeah again a great shirt to pick the centenary shirt for madrid love yeah. it and then finally what have i got i've got one more and this one is one that i'm gonna to have to read out myself so it's going to sound quite um pomp whatever it's called pompey whatever i don't know well, you can do it in an accent if you want hello there guys now why am i doing australia you don't, do <laughs> you don't need to do that right Unfortunately, we'll be at the Challenge Cup Rugby Final while you're recording, but just a message to say congratulations on making it to 100. It's been a great listen so far, and here's to the next 100. Clap hands emoji, clap hands emoji, clap hands emoji. And that's from uh, Tom Vincent, who uh, oh. is a big NFL fan, friends yes. of, a colleague, not colleague, associate of mine and yours. Yes. I, I like to call him a friend. Very good friend. Yeah. But it's uh, very sweet to hear people still listening uh, from all over. And whatever we can, if we can brighten people's day, so be it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Mark, nice right. It is, isn't it? It's really sweet. Yeah. So um, I'm going to do, uh, if people want to find us, they can on the wonderful football shirts at gmail.com. No? Yeah? No. Not oh, the wonderful. Is that? Wonderful football shirts at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. 
I was going to say the wonderful thoughts bullshirts at gmail.com email address because that's technically correct. Ah, okay, yeah, I you see what you were doing me. there. <laughs> and if they want to follow us or DM us, they can at, at shirtspod, and that's on um, Instagram and Twitter, which reminds me, uh, our friends Lantwit Major currently have their uh, sponsorship stadium naming rights up for availability, and you can enter a raffle for £10 to try mm. and win the naming rights of the stadium. So, of course, I will be entering for £10 to try and get the stadium to be called the At Shirts Pod Arena. Oh, the wonderful <laughs> World of Football Shirts podcast stadium. <laughs> I think that's a bit too much, but I want to call it the At Shirts Pod Arena. Love what it. What do you think? Yeah? I like the that. At Shirts Pod Arena. How do I enter this raffle? I'll send you the link. <laughs> Okay, Can we good, just pay good. like a thousand pounds to try and get <laughs> a million inches? That's all right. I'm not very good at maths. Anyway, Mark, I'm so proud to have done 100 episodes with you, and I'm pleased to have done 100 episodes with you, and I'm looking forward to the next 100. So, yeah. uh, with all my heart, thank you, and it is always my pleasure to give you the pleasure of saying goodbye. <laughs> well yeah i'll send it straight back to you because you're you know the one that really like spearheading the, the the movement and you're you're the one that's holding things together especially when i'm not around um you know obviously with thanks to jake and all the other all the other guests but it is a true pleasure and yeah I, again 100 down let's let's just keep it rolling and on that note i guess we'll say our goodbyes Goodbye. Oh, goodbye. <laughs>